Welcome to Grazia Life Advice, Grazia Magazine's podcast. I'm Hattie Crisell and each week I speak to women worth listening to, asking them to share six pieces of advice they really value and the worst piece of advice they've ever received. My guest this week is Tamara Eccleston. She's the founder of the baby skincare brand Fifi and Friends, which is named after her daughter Fifi. You may have seen them on their reality TV show. I visited Tamara back in November for a cup of tea at her home in London. She was a little bit croaky after a bout of tonsillitis, but we had a great chat about trusting your instincts, keeping your cool and Jomo. That's the joy of missing out. So over to Tamara. So let's get started with your advice. Your first piece of great advice is... My first piece of advice is not to make decisions in anger. This is something that I'm definitely guilty of because I'm quite an emotional, impulsive person. And when I'm angry, I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm not staying here. I'm done. I like have this tendency to overreact. And then my husband knows me so well. You know, we've almost been married for six years. He's like, just calm down. We're not leaving. We are talking to these people again. And he's right. I calm down in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have been so impulsive. I should have not said what I said last night or whatever. So I think that you need to sort of breathe, count to 10, go to sleep, have a chamomile tea and then make your decision about whatever it is. Yeah. So do you think that your relationship is quite good in the sense that you've got that balance of the, you know, the two different, the slightly more impulsive and the slightly calmer personality? It's hilarious because it's just like how my mom and dad were. My mom was definitely very heart on the sleeve you definitely knew where you stood with her she was sort of fiery and hot-headed and I would say that I'm more like that in the relationship whereas Jay is much more chilled he constantly tells me to chill out yeah and what about Petra is she like you or is she uh I would say she's not as much like me she's probably somewhere in the middle yeah she's in general a much more relaxed human being than I am she keeps telling me that I'm way too uptight (laughs) (laughs) and moving on to your second piece of advice trust your gut instinct Totally. I think that since having my daughter, that's even more sort of true or truer than ever, because I feel like as a mom, as a woman, you should always follow your gut instincts. It's not going to steer you wrong. And I feel that there are so many people that have so many opinions and are constantly putting pressures and ideas onto you. And I feel that you really have to be strong enough to follow your gut. And then if you go wrong with doing that, then you've got no one to blame but yourself. But you shouldn't just listen to what other people say. And I do believe that I'm the kind of person that does follow my gut and it always works out well in the end for me. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be hard and you always feel, oh, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should listen to this person or they're older than me or they have more children than me. But I do feel like, yes, you should take, you should consider other people's advice. But in the end, you should definitely follow what your gut's telling you to do. Have you always been like that? Or is that something that you're sort of growing in confidence in as you get older? I think there's always been a part of me that's been like that, but... In my teenage years, I was definitely a lot more sort of insecure and worried about what people thought. And I was constantly trying to please everyone. So I wouldn't necessarily follow through, even though I did. I feel like I have this kind of sixth sense and this quite a strong intuition. So now that I'm older, I feel much more secure and much more able to sort of just listen to what my heart's telling me to do and to feel at peace enough to make that decision and just go with it. Yeah. Is that something that you'll be passing on to Fifi, your daughter? Definitely. Definitely. I think that it is important to have confidence and 
sort of make your decisions based on how you feel and what your heart and what your gut are telling you to do. Yeah, I always remember one of the best pieces of advice that my dad ever gave me was, if you have a gut feeling that you're in a situation and something's not right, it's get not. out of there. Yeah. Totally, it's so true. It's so true. I don't know what it is, but it's, I think it's like a way to keep you safe and to protect you. And if something doesn't feel right, then it probably isn't. Yeah. And it's better to just, yeah, to get out of there, like you say. Yeah. So your third piece of advice, tell me about this. My third piece of advice is to just always be yourself and not to worry about what other people think. I think that in this day and age, it's especially hard for young women. There's so many pressures. There's models, there's size zero, there's airbrushing, there's Instagram. Like luckily there was no Instagram when I was a teenager because I was insecure enough as it was. I had braces. I would have like, I would get spots. Like, I don't know, like there's so many things that I feel that as a teenager, you feel so affected by and you just strive for this perfection that doesn't really exist. And the older I've got, the more secure I've become in my own skin, the more confident I've become. I don't worry about other people liking my hair, my makeup, my dress. I'm like good with who I am. But I definitely feel that, I don't know, this would be like my advice to my younger self to just not always try and think about trying to be perfect because there is no such thing. And the most important thing is that you feel good and that you're happy and what everyone else thinks. I mean, they don't have to go to sleep with those thoughts in that. Like you just have to be content, I think. My mom always said to me, when you're older, you're not going to care so much about perfect makeup or getting your nails done or if your nail chips it's not the end of the world but when I was younger I would I wouldn't really leave the house with that foundation on and my mom's like it's such a shame you have such beautiful young skin you know just be confident in yourself but I think that because I did get like a few spots that I was always trying to cover them up and now I really don't care if I get a breakout on my chin I just leave the house and it's so like liberating and refreshing to be able to be this way yeah that is so liberating I feel like you've really um shown your mettle this year because you talked about breastfeeding and you carried on breastfeeding for quite a long time with your daughter and you took quite a lot of flack for that actually and I mean we've spoken about it before and you you said you really feel that you're still glad that you spoke about it that you had a lot of positive response as well and I feel like that's a real example of how just saying well look this is me and I'm happy with it and really sticking to your guns has has worked really well for you what has that been like? it's just been the most amazing journey because it's something that just felt right to me and I knew that when Fifi was done breastfeeding that she would be done and there were so many questions and everyone was so concerned with when I was going to be done and I don't know like it was turned into such a big thing but I don't regret sharing any of that it was honestly the most empowering amazing journey for me and there have been so many people that have been so positive about it so I don't really care about the negative yeah. The negative comments and the people that are online saying, oh, she's too old, she's got teeth and all these ridiculous things. But I do feel like everything happens when it's right for you, because I think that those criticisms, if I had had my daughter when I was younger and I was breastfeeding her, I don't know, let's like, like, say five, seven, eight years ago, that maybe that criticism would have got to me. Yeah. I don't know. But like it happened at a perfect time in my life where the criticism was just not a big deal. And it was all just such a positive experience for me and I just was able to just concentrate on all the positive comments I think that's amazing because I think that shows real strength of character it's not it's not easy to stick to your guns when people are giving you a hard time about it so I think when you know something's right and you know it's right for you and your child that that's what I mean you should just follow your gut instinct do you think having a child has given you more confidence in terms of your decision making abilities and you know because you get I think when you have a child you go from being kind of a child yourself to being the grown-up in some ways don't you so definitely having a child has just 
I don't know, it's been like the most amazing experience in my life. It's sort of all my priorities have really fallen into place. And I'm the kind of person that always would want to please everyone and be in a hundred places at one time. But since having Fifi, she is my priority and just making sure that she is okay and not missing out on things with her is just basically what my life is all about now. And a lot of people say to me, oh, don't you feel like as a woman you're missing out on going to this party or doing that? And no, I really, really don't. And if I did, I would go ahead and do that. But I don't like to judge people because there are mums that would rather, I don't know, go to the club and wake up with a hangover. But that's not me. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And I don't feel like, you know, like a lot of people say to me, oh, you should do this. Or you, again, that's kind of like me maturing. It doesn't matter that people say what I should and shouldn't be doing. I'm choosing for me and for my family what feels right. Yeah, that's brilliant. So your fourth piece of advice is don't sweat the small stuff. Yes. So. I feel like all my advice is all coming from the same place. <laughs> but yeah, the small stuff would be like, if I got a spot when I was a teenager, that would be really, really, really bad. And I'd be very upset about it. And now I have like a whole like chin full of spots. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm getting my period. It is what it is. Like I'm able to just like own these things. And there are so many more important, bigger things in the world to worry about. So I don't like to waste my energy on things that are so irrelevant and won't matter in five minutes, five hours, five days. Yeah, I heard a piece of advice somewhere, it may well have been on this very podcast, which was that if you're not going to care about it in a year's time, then don't bother caring about it now. And it is hard sometimes when you're really caught up in that moment and it all seems to be going wrong. But I feel like it all works out in the end. And I was reading on someone's Instagram about the bombings of September the 11th in New York. And there were people that were meant to be in that building, but they missed their train or their child was like on the toilet right before they had to go to school. And there were all these things that made them late, which usually be like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. It's all going wrong. But actually they were in the right place where they were meant to be at that time. So I feel like you shouldn't sometimes worry if you miss your bus or whatever. It's like that sliding doors moment. And maybe that's exactly where you're meant to be at that time. Yeah. That's very reassuring, especially for me, because I'm always late. Um, (laughs) So your fifth piece of good advice. My fifth piece of advice would be not to feel bad about saying no sometimes. My nature is to want to please everyone and to say yes to every invitation and um, not to let people down. But sometimes you have to take care of yourself and to just be able to say no and not feel guilty because you can't be in a hundred places at one time and you're going to just burn out and be exhausted and not be able to actually give your attention to who needs it the most or what's most important to you. So like not to spread yourself too thin and not to worry. Sometimes we can say, no, I can't make it this time. Can we rearrange or whatever? But it's like almost impossible to say yes to everything. So don't beat yourself up about it and just feel okay about saying I can't thank you because before when I was invited to something I used to feel terrible about not being able to go and I would make myself go absolutely everywhere and make sure that I didn't feel like I was letting people down and just end up exhausted so now having Fifi I feel like I say no a lot more but I'm actually okay with that. Um, So how do you sort of prioritize because you must get a lot of invitations a lot of requests to do things you know there must be times where you think well actually I'd love to go to that but I probably shouldn't. So, you know, how do you make those decisions? I feel like having a child is the world's greatest excuse. (laughs) (laughs) That's really bad. But I'm like, I just can't. I've got to get up early or she has something to do. But when it comes to prioritizing, my family is always first. And I feel like I always want to be there for Fifi, for Jay, for my sister, for like close friends and for family. I will always, always make the time. And then for things that I do with charity as well, that's important to me. But other times you just have to say, as much as I would like to go, I have to 
say that I can't make it and that's okay it's it's fine to say no because if you're naturally a people pleaser like me that will make you feel bad but don't feel bad yeah I get the sense that you don't suffer from FOMO at all like you're very (laughs) oh my god no it's like the joy of missing out to me (laughs) like literally yeah Jomo when I'm like in bed um with my hot water bottle and my chamomile tea watching Real Housewives I am so content and I'm like you can be sipping cocktails doing whatever it is but I've done that for so long in my life and I've I feel like I have enjoyed that stage in my life, but like I'm in my thirties now, like I take a multivitamin at 9 PM and I'm ready to pass out. Yeah. And is your husband the same? I would say he goes out a little bit more than me, but on the whole, we're pretty much on the same page. Like last night, we just wanted to watch like get Nando's takeout and watch a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Aww. a good time for us. Yeah. And then your, your sixth piece of good advice is on a slightly different note. So tell me about this. My sixth piece of advice comes from my mom, who always made me take my makeup off at the end of the night. (laughs) She would tell me, if you're old enough to wear makeup, you're definitely old enough to take it off. No, I get it. You are so tired at the end of the night. I don't drink, so I'm not drunk, but I'm just tired. And the idea of taking my makeup off and like doing the proper steps sometimes does not fill me with joy. But at the very least, I need to use a water wipe to clean my face. I literally can't fall asleep with a face full of makeup. Yeah. It's just terrible for your skin, isn't it? It's so bad for your skin. I feel like if I wear makeup like every single day of the week, which I don't usually do, I can see a difference in my skin. So I think sleeping with it is really, really bad. Yeah. So what is your routine at the end of the day for your skin? Usually I really don't wear makeup. So I just wash my face and put some moisturizer on. I've started using an eye cream as well. (laughs) Fancy. Um, I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to things like that. But if I am wearing makeup or I've done a photo shoot, I literally cannot wait to scrub my face clean. Yeah. Yeah. That photo shoot makeup is something else, isn't it? Or, you know, TV makeup. Like after that, it's like, oh my gosh. I genuinely feel like quite like claustrophobic with it on and I just could not wait to scrub my face clean. My friends are like, oh, you look so nice. Keep your makeup on, like keep it on for the rest of the day. And I'm like, no, I want to get it off. Like I just want to feel like my skin feels clean. Yeah. And what about in terms of um, facials and other kind of treatments? What do you do to your your face um I love hydrofacials because you can actually see the dirt coming off your face at the back of the machine when you finished your facial and it's such a satisfying feeling like seeing like the water's brown it's like oh my god that was on my face and now it's off so I love that your face always like looks like really glowy and squeaky clean afterwards yeah I don't understand what a hydrofacial is is it just like a high-powered water the extractions are done with like this kind of vacuum thing and there's like water going into it and then basically there's like a phase of its appeal a phase of it's the extractions and the cleaning and then they put like red or blue light on your skin afterwards and it doesn't take that long which I love because I'm so so impatient but I do (laughs) feel much better afterwards yeah that sounds lovely now we've come to your bad advice which is a relationship piece of advice so tell me what that is well I'm sure some people would consider this actually good advice but I actually think it's bad advice I've been told or I had been told before that you should always marry someone that loves you more than you love them and the reason I think it's bad advice is because I think that a partnership a relationship a marriage is kind of all about equality And I think that if there's not equality, that it's going to ultimately sort of breed resentment. And I don't think it's going to work in the long run. Yeah. That's my take on that anyway. So in your marriage, it's much more even Stevens. I'm sure there are days that he loves me more (laughs) and there are days that I love him more. But on the whole, I would say that it is even. And I think that's really important because it's like a positive message to show Fifi as well. Yeah. Like, I think that it shouldn't be like 
there's one person that has all the power and then there's one person that doesn't because that's ultimately I don't know I don't think that's nice yeah was it like that from the beginning in your relationship or was he chasing you for a while or um (laughs) now (laughs) I'm not sure that he would like to to be honest actually from day one we were both very much into each other I never did that whole treat them mean to keep them keen thing. I don't think I'm very good at playing games. Again, I'm sure some people would think that's really good advice, but I think that you should just sort of be honest and wear your heart on your sleeve. And if someone, if that doesn't work out, then at least you've tried. I just, I don't don't have the energy to play games and to mess around and to be sitting by the phone yet not answer it. So I didn't do that. Um, But I would say that our relationship was such a whirlwind and we were both really, really into each other and we hit it off right away. I think we just knew. Yeah, that's lovely and such a nice um, thing for your daughter to to be around. I mean, I would definitely freak out if she got engaged after two weeks like we did. Oh my God, was it <laughs> yeah. two weeks? Yes. That yeah. is crazy. A lot of people would say that that's sort of, well, I would say 99.9% of the population would say that that's <laughs> way too soon. But I just knew and... Um, and so did he. I'd been in a really awful relationship before and I had been single for a year and I'd never been single for a year in my life. So I was just content doing my own thing. And then I met Jay and we kind of just like, there was this whirlwind and yeah. we got married six months after we met. Oh my goodness. And how long have you been married now? It'll be six years in June. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So it turns out trusting your instincts. Exactly. As you said earlier, was the, the best tactic. It really is. Well, that's brilliant. I've so enjoyed talking to you. Thank, Thank you, so, you so, much. so much. Thank you for coming. Huge thanks to Tamara for her great advice. You can find her baby skincare brand online at fifiandfriends.co.uk. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do subscribe, rate us, review us and share us. It really helps spread the word. See you next week for more advice from women worth listening to. Listener.